Okay, this should serve as a little bit of advice, a little bit of a warning for people in high conflict divorce and for people in my situation specifically. If you are divorcing a narcissist, you need to keep notes. (laughs) It should go without saying, but I freaked out today because... My ex filed a contempt hearing against me, and it hasn't been dropped yet, even though, you know, we have agreed to all their terms because, you know, my little kid started school and I've been running around. Um, So it's been a little jumbled in my brain, but I never wrote, you know, down um, what I had said with my attorney, and so I freaked the hell out this morning till now, which is now 2.44 in the afternoon. (laughs) Um, But keep notes and don't lose the notebook. So number one, keep notes. Number two, don't lose the notebook. You keep physical notes. And number three, leave yourself voice memos, you know, sticky notes, tell a friend, tell someone in your family, (laughs) Um, have them remind you of really important things that you might forget especially with legal stuff, with court dates left and right, just everything that's happening, do yourself a favor and don't freak out. And by don't freak out, and that's what I'm calling this podcast, um, sometimes, several times for me in the divorce process, stuff comes up and I forget what my attorney had said about it. So all of a sudden I'm freaking out. Oh my God, I have court tomorrow. What the fuck do I do? Um, And that can get real just unnerving, unsettling, especially if you're a person like me. I mean, I'm a suburban mom. I've never even been to traffic court. (laughs) So for me to get like court summons and things coming up and just be unprepared and just feel scared, it's normal. You know, there's a lot of other moms out there and dads who are in the same position. If you don't have a criminal history, it can get a little scary having to be in court all the time. But I promise you, you're going to be a pro. You're going to be good. If you have a good attorney and you yourself are a respectable person, you know, you don't have drugs in your past, you don't have any sort of flags on your file, you will be fine. You will be absolutely fine. Um... But yeah, so today this contempt hearing didn't get dropped and I remembered and so I'm freaking out. And what happened was um, my divorce is set to be final in November, which is a couple months from now. However, my attorney and I had talked. The reason they continued the contempt hearing, I'll tell you what that's for in a bit, um, was because if he, my ex, and his attorney agree to our alimony number... Um, which the courts would likely give me anyway, if they agree to that and we agree to their parenting time proposal, everything's going to be done, you know, in October on the date of the contempt hearing. It won't be a contempt hearing. It will be, you know, for the judge to be, okay, these people have agreed on everything. I'm going to sign off on this. Their divorce is going to be final. They don't have to pay their respective parties or, you know, attorneys to go to court to have this go to trial. So it's more of a way to deal with it out of court. So, big sigh of relief. You know, I haven't heard if they're going to agree to everything yet. Fingers crossed that they do. Um, 
But yeah, I could have saved myself the headache and the hassle and the heartache today and freaking the fuck out if I had written this down and had it like in bold face print somewhere. <laughs> so that's my advice. Um, fun fact, the contempt hearing is I am in contempt of the court because there was about a week, I want to say, in the past year where I didn't let my son go visit his dad. The reason being, um, since separating, I believe my ex has had a drug and alcohol problem. He showed up looking high to my son's school's open house. You know, he has beat red in the face, behavior that's not normal. He was drunk with my son at one in the afternoon on a weekend he had him, um, which has been proved. I have a police record of that. And so there have been a, a lot, a lot of reasons where I don't trust him. Um, but this particular incident came after he spent a week in there, my son did, and came back, and I was I didn't feel he was safe. Um, and in my state, probably everywhere in the U.S. by now, if I didn't send my son with this man, you know, my ex, who I couldn't trust, who I didn't know was high out of his mind or drunk or whatever, with my 5-year-old, then 4-year-old, like, I would be in contempt. So I was happily in contempt <laughs> for that. Um, so they know, and my attorney knows. And, you know, contempt, it's a big word. It's a scary thing. It's not a big deal as long as you, you know, you're on the right side and you know exactly why you did whatever you did. For me, that was to protect my son, to make sure... You know, my ex was either in treatment or getting help for his issues, that he wasn't just, you know, going on a, a bender, you know, every weekend he has my son over there. Um, so that is the long and short of it. It's not like I did something horrible. Um, you know, as his mom, I just was not okay with him possibly being drunk with my child. Um, so that was why we had the contempt hearing scheduled in the first place. And I'll tell you what, like, just to finish up this podcast, because you're probably getting sick of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, just the process of divorce can be hard. Divorcing a narcissist can be 10 times as much. Because, you know, you're meeting with someone with your different attorneys, you're agreeing to things, they're agreeing to the world, and then all of a sudden, they're not. And they're actively fighting against you on every single side. Meanwhile, you know, life goes on. You have work. You have your kid. If you have kids with them, unfortunately. Fortunately, unfortunately. Um, so just do, your, do yourself a favor. Take notes. Take detailed notes. Tell a trusted friend. Be like, hey, this happened. Kind of a big deal. You know, if this comes up again, will you just remind me of it? Or... Um, but yeah, keep a journal, keep notes, make yourself memos on your phone that pop up, you know, don't freak out. This is what my attorney said on this. This is what this means. This is what, if I hear this word, this is, you know, the definition of it. Um, cause you can drive yourself crazy. You can really drive yourself crazy with the left and right. And, um, in my experience, narcissists will file, you know, hearings and motions, 
because they don't care about the court system, they think they're above the court system, they will use it as an extension to further manipulate other people, you know, the judge, anyone listening, um, the guardian, guardian ad litem or litem, um, someone put in place, you know, to determine child custody. Narcissists love this shit. They really do. So my advice is just that, you know, be kind to yourself, be gentle to yourself as you're going through all this. You know, you might be experiencing crazy, crazy emotions, but keep detailed notes, keep reminders. And, you know, if you're on the up and up, if you know you're on the right side, you're doing everything right, you know, have faith because that is what I need to have in myself. And I think that's what everybody needs to hear right now, too. So if you're listening to this and you know that that's something you struggle with or that's something that frightens you, you know, the court system, because um, you're a little vanilla person like me, <laughs> um, just know that there's others that have been there that are there right now, and it's a lot less scary than you think. And get a good attorney. Like, for the love of God, spend the money, get a good attorney. And I'll go on a rant about that later because my husband's attorney is a piece of shit. (laughs) Like she is uh, very incompetent. And I want to say it has drawn out our divorce process by, I want to say six, seven months because of her, not because of anything he's doing per se, but because of everything that we do is not being followed through on her end. So you really want to make sure no matter who's representing you or your ex that they're an attorney of repute and that, you know, they have your best interest in mind and just go to them for everything. I mean, you might be running up a bill. If your attorney charges 300 an hour, you know, talk to their paralegal, talk to the receptionist, talk to, you know, anyone else that would be able to answer your questions, but just keep in contact with people. I know there are people, you know, working on your case on your behalf and who will go for you, you know, before you in court and everything else. So that's my rant for today. I'm going to be done. I'm done with my mini freak out. I emailed my attorney and I was like, oops, I forgot about this. So sorry for, you know, the five emails I sent before. (laughs) So take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. It'll all be okay. Bye.